Good morning, good morning. Is it just me or the weeks are going by super fast? I feel like it was just Friday last week. And then it was the Friday before that week. Jesus. I woke up this morning and God just had a heart right before me. He was showing me hearts all yesterday. Showing me a heart. As soon as I opened my eyes, a heart. After he showed me a heart, he showed me as a symbol of a tree. And the vine was so tall and so wide. It was tall, taller, and it was pretty much outgrowing the branches and the leaves. And I was like, Father, a bonsai tree is the opposite. The leaves outgrow the, the vine. The vine is short and the leaves are long. But God showed me very small, short branches and leaves on a very tall and wide branch. I mean, vine. And God was just showing me that how much Christ is within me. And God said to me, I want you to finish this race, giving it all you got. See, when we are running the race, it's not about our pace going towards going further or faster regarding someone beside us. It's not like it's the Olympics where you're racing to win against the other component. No, the faster you go is how hungry you become to receive everything that's in your path before you. And God drew a line, a white line for where I was yesterday and before all of that. Now here I am, a new path. I'm in the outcome. This is the first day of the outcome. The first day of the finished work. And when I say finished work, I mean finished work. And God said, give this all you got. I want you to go out with a huge bang in my name. And I said, sure, I will. And then you, all, you know God always, you know, he's so passionate and he's so concerned because he searches the hearts. And I woke up so vulnerable, like in a ball. Because my whole, here is God, releasing my entire testimony in my face by placing it within my heart. And God said, look where you are now through all of that. And look where you're going now due to all of that. Don't take the negativity and don't take the tragic, the horrific moments. No, and deny. See the glory as to all that came your way and you still chose to be chosen. I don't testify much because the people that are involved in the testimony, I don't want them to feel some kind of way about hearing what they have done, which they feel like, and they've been, you know, forgiven for what they have done, and they know it was not good to do. And I don't want to keep bringing that up in the atmosphere for someone to feel some kind of way. And God said to me, I love how you honor people and you put them above yourself, but be real mindful with that. Because some could also take advantage of that. And it could cause you to be emotionally disturbed. 
because you begin to neglect your own feelings and emotions because you're so concerned about theirs. You're so concerned about theirs they can neglect yours. Never go neglected in no way, shape, or form. Always make sure you take care of you before you can think to help somebody else. Because I care about humanity so much that it don't even matter how I feel about myself, about anything, as long as you're happy. And God is my happiness. Don't get me wrong. But he said, I understand how you feel regarding them. But don't spend so much focus on them that you begin to neglect you. Don't rob yourself from my glory. Meaning that your testimony set others free. Some could be going through what you don't want to say due to how you try to protect someone else. When they're not even in offense anymore, but it still happened. That could set someone else free. Thank you, Father, for the roses. You give me roses a lot. It sets someone else's free. Set someone else free. I'm not all the way up, even though I command my body to get up. <laughs> it's been a very light night of sleep for me again. Because God been showing so much. He's been saying so much. He sees how my heart is. And he know how he crafted my heart. And he know if he don't, if he sees something that he didn't put there, he's definitely going to address it to remove it. And that goes for all of us because he's our father. And he's able to do so. You understand? So I said, God, here I am with this journey. And God said to me, before you even cross over, even though you're here in the first day, before you go any further, any step any further, I have to address this to you. God said you feel humiliated because you poured your heart out and got denied. But you weren't actually denied. It just, it wasn't in the way you expected. You wasn't received. And that's how you feel. You can't ignore what I placed there. You can't create a new handwriting when I already written it. You cannot try to draw a, a new line to set a new path. If you want my way, it has to be my plan. That's why we have to be very mindful what we do at all times. Some people you may say things to and you may look at it like you ain't say nothing. And the whole time that person is at home every day angry about what you said to them. And they make a hit list and have you there to disregard and hate you. And you done moved on with your life, not even knowing you did this. You're not even paying attention on either of that. For years, God showed me a list I was on. In seventh grade, eighth, no, eighth grade, an English teacher. His class was so boring to me. 
and I allow him to know that every time it was boring. That's why I'm not engaging, sir. It's boring. And I became a little disruptive, not disrespectful, but I wasn't engaged. I didn't care. It was boring. And I didn't know that he put his heart into his curriculum. He, God showed me he wrote a list of people who heard him who he can't forgive. And guess what God had me to do? Call up to the school. And he was still there after all the years. And he knew exactly who I was. I would never forget your name. I said, I just want to apologize for giving you a hard time. I was a child. I didn't know any better. I never disrespect you because I grew up off respecting my elders and respecting my people around me. But I didn't know that the way how your style of teaching. I want to ask you to forgive me for what I've done in your class. And he acted as if he wasn't bothered, but I could hear he was very relieved. His voice got very tingly, very shaky, like he wanted to cry. And when I got off the phone, and I, had, and I said, you were one of the best teachers in the world. Thank you for everything. And when I got off the phone, he erased my name off the list. How, ma- how magnificent is that? How magnificent is that? God thinking I'm, oh God, come on, Father. And he said, get up and record. Oh God, it's Friday. I want to record on Friday. Land of bed. It's raining too. Nice and you know, cozy. God, like you're not going any further to when you address this. I'm trying to ignore what he's saying without ignoring what he's saying. I don't want to address that. I don't want to address that. I don't want to address that. God say, for, I forgive him. God say, forget it. You forgave him, now forget it. Leave that in the past. I forgive and I forgot. God said, you cannot go any further into the outcome with that kind of feeling regarding my promises. It is written. You can't go on without him. I didn't create you to walk by yourself. Show me your level of maturity, your level of growth by being the bigger person in everything that come your way. Okay, it hurts, okay? Did you bring it to me? Or did you try to keep it inside and let the anger grow to the point you resent him and deny him and lay him down? Oh, God. Oh, God. You got to say happy birthday. Happy birthday. God say push past the humiliation the rejection everything you threw my way when I really needed you
He showed me a new, new bread out the oven. Fresh bread out the oven. It's written that way. At this point, I don't even care if it's written that way. But I'm asking you, is it written that way? <laughs> yes. Oh. It's like, I feel like he wanted me to, I felt like he did. Like you had me to be set up to fall in love with you. Just so you can reject me like you were. Don't do that. It's not how God is. And you put me in a situation where I have to be the bigger person. It's five something in the morning. God woke me up at three something, two something, one something regarding this. And I turned back over and I went back to bed every time. And so this time he said, uh-uh. I'm getting your attention now. Because you are here. You prepared all of this and so well for this moment right here. God. Can you get past this point, God said? I said, can I get past this point right here? I woke up and I told God, here's my final answer. He was waiting to hear an answer all night. And I woke up and gave him the answer and I said, no. And he showed me artificial lines on the street. Meaning you cannot set a new path. You cannot draw a new line. You can only walk in my path. You can only go in my plan. You can only go in my way. Because it's already been written. You can't rewrite anything. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. God. how you guys see I don't hear how you guys hear nothing that you do is the same of mine but we same we serve the same God I'm crafted the way I'm crafted to embrace how he called me to embrace and he understands exactly how I feel but that's not the answer he's looking for right now. You want me to push past the humiliation? You didn't make, you didn't cause my challenge. You didn't cause my 
What is it, Father? Oh, God, you touching me. You didn't cause my preparation to be easy. You made it more challenging. And it wasn't your place to do that. It's like you were used to set me up to fall. All I can feel from your end is that you wanted me to feel like you did. You wanted me to feel like you did. You still angry? You still feel some kind of way? I have all that coming from your direction. You still feel some kind of way. I've been a bigger person since I've been back. Even with all the things you bought my way. I didn't like what I saw then. And I don't like what I see now. See God is for his glory in both of us. As it is written. It's not about me. But I'm God no I'm not going to have the attitude. Okay God I'll do it. It's because you know I care about you. That means I'm walking with you without even wanting to. I'm just doing it for him. He don't want me to have that kind of attitude. Because what glory is that? Look how far he bought me. Look how good he is to us. He's worth more than that. But he can understand why I feel the way I feel. Trust me, he do. Because that should never happen. It was never part of the plan. You want the plan of God. But you want me... To know that it don't go like that. It's not that easy. Because I've been through quote unquote hell. Miserable, hurt, angry for years because of you. And you wonder why it was that way. Now eliminate the merch that wasn't supposed to be there. Thank God for the forgiveness and the consecration. But you wonder why. I told God I didn't want to hear anymore. Look at, look at your way of thinking. Look how you think. And you supposed to be on top of me? Look at the way how you think. Regarding your feelings and emotions. You stand upon others. You can't even stand on your own two feet. You live off the support of others. You knew what you did was wrong. You knew what you did was wrong. And you still chose to do it. That shows me, that put me in a place that you don't care about how I feel. Because you heard my podcast. You heard me say to you, That's me liking and enjoying and, you know, your pictures to show you how much I'm thinking about you. And it went on for days, weeks. All of a sudden, it took one day for you to say no. It's like you got me where you wanted me to deny me. Because you wanted me to feel how you felt. Well, let me tell you this. What you did went far beyond how you felt. Because you didn't just affect me like that. You affected the whole entire journey. 
the whole entire outcome. That God is before me, asking me, and put me in a predicament to say I can't go any further after all this preparation, all this I have done, and His name's sake. All the wows and all the encounters you read about and listened to. How God is using me so powerfully. And you be the cause of me saying to Father, wait a second. Because I can't go any further without saying God okay to your plot, which is you. That I don't want. And he's going to be patient and how long I stand there, how long I stand there. Because you wanted me to hurt. If you didn't want me to hurt, you would have did what you've done. Trust me. I can see right through you. You wanted to do that. You have your own mind. You have your own thoughts. No matter how, what kind of advice you were given, you still chose to do that. The same way that you were talked into forgiving me when you were pissed off, you want me to feel the same way. So we could be even? There's no even exchange that way. That's stupidity, immaturity, foolishness, and a lack of knowledge. Because it's a lack of love. Why would I want to walk by his side, Father? See, you forgiving me because I wasn't aware. Didn't even want to hear anymore. Wasn't even aware. Didn't even give God a chance to finish even talking about it. And here I am. God brought me back. He brought me back to you. And this is how you treated me. You accepted me behind my back and denied me in my face. That's exactly what Peter did to Christ. But you have a gift of prophecy. Prophesy your own outcome. You need to ask for forgiveness. Because you knew that wasn't right what you did. And think I don't know you're still listening to my podcast. Every time you do anything unto me, I know. You cut me off from you, but you want me to keep you on my end. And Satan said to me, Why don't you cut him off too? Didn't I tell you weeks ago If you like any more pictures He was either going to send somebody to you Or disrespect you Because he don't want you And I talk myself out of that every time And for Satan to come back and say See I told you Now you can't even get to him He disconnected you because he don't want you. And I say, get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me, Satan. 
cut me off. I don't want to be back in. I don't want my father to go through all this for me, with me, and because of you holding me up because I don't want you anymore. And he said, I cannot finish without you. I can't even go from where I am right now without you. don't see like you see. I don't hear like you hear. I don't think like you think. It's on a higher level. I'm not putting myself above you. It's on a higher level. And Father's still sitting there waiting for me to answer. See what we could do to others and not be aware that you have me to have my father waiting because of what you did. Like, who would want to walk with somebody like that? You've been convinced and encouraged to, to forgive me. You didn't want to forgive me. You didn't want to forgive me. You were talked into it, and you think I don't know that? Didn't I say I know everything about your end? You were talked into it. And a person encouraged you to give God praise about that song, Brand New Start, who was right there in front of you. And you know who they are, who was in front of you. I felt it coming from you. I did what you asked me to do. That's what you said. That's that's what you was giving off in the atmosphere to me. How you were talking to them. I did what they asked me to do. I forgave her. I don't want to. What she did was wrong. I don't want her back. Whatever your conversation was. I felt it in that song. Okay guys, I did what you want me to do. I'm happy to see the truth be manifested. But I'm still pissed off it happened this way. So I'm making up a reason to deny that it ever was that way. Because I'm too ashamed that it happened that way. But it happened. Get over it. Same way God telling me, get over it. But the fact is, I don't take too well with people or person who wanted me to feel the same way they did. That shows me a lot about your character. You wanted to reject me. You wanted to disrespect me. Because that's exactly what you do. Every time. Out of everybody on your birthday, over 300, 400, some people, someone put a post on their page about happy birthday to you. I put happy birthday. Out of hundreds of people, I'm the only one got a like. And you said you only do things like that because you didn't want me to think that it was something amongst us and it's not? That means you still was angry. And you wanted me to know I'm angry at you. 
And I want to be angry at you because what you've done to me. And you wonder why I felt that way in the beginning. Why I told God I don't want him. Don't want to hear anymore. Look how you think. I walk in love. You walk in vengeance. That's the opposite. I didn't say any vows to you before that. But I made promises to you before that. To love you no matter what. To be there with you no matter what. And I was talking ahead of time before I said I do. But you showed me your character. You take vengeance in your own hand. I'm angry at you. And I want you to know you put me through hell. I spoke out to you through my story. And I said in my story, I'm so glad to see that smile back upon your face. God answered my prayers. And here you go in return. Out of all the hell that I have been through. In other words, you wanted me to know you've been through hell. Regardless of what you prayed for, it's not just that easy to see a smile on my face again. Because I've been through hell. But through it all, I'm here. Just live. You're not living like that. That's not living. That's trying to survive. How can you even allow this to be in the preparation? You opened yourself up for Satan to use you to try to destroy me. And you are close to me. And you walked as if you know better than that. And you show me no better than that. Because it could have been better than this. And God is still standing here. Waiting for me to give him an answer. Because I woke up and I said, Father, I made up my mind. I don't want it. No. Get it away from me. I was like, bye. Bye. <laughs> Get it away from me. That kind of way of thinking, I don't want to be near that kind of way of thinking. You hurt me, I hurt you. Nah. That's exactly what it is. I feel it from you. You think I don't feel it. You wanted me, you wanted to reject me. You want me to, you want to reject me. To feel what you felt. You're not over it. Leave you alone? I leave you alone. Okay? I leave you alone. I won't ever bother you. I will never be rude or disrespectful. But I will never bother you ever again. Ever. Satan told me to block you. Why don't you should block him? I said, get thee behind me, Satan. You have your story publicized. 
your page publicized where he could see your things, but cut you off from seeing him. I cut him off if I was you. I said, get thee behind me, Satan. I don't have anybody in my path like you have in your path to, to support you and all that, encourage you and keep you standing on your vulnerable toes. But I do know that you deny a lot. And amidst of the truth, you deny. Deny. I told God, I don't even want to feel what his end is like since you heard my message last night. I released you from my life. And God woke me up and showed me the first day of my outcome. Supposed to be his work for you and I. Exiting the preparation to enter. And you took that away from me. Because I don't even want it anymore. I'm not going to answer God. I'm going to walk beside God. Because I don't want to say what I, how I don't feel. I'll just be saying it because you want me to say it. It won't even be in my heart. Enough is enough, man. Enough is enough. As soon as God was talking to me about you, I was like, oh, no, never mind. I left it just like that. He had, you know, Holy Spirit kept saying, look at him throughout the years. No, I don't. And he kept saying, talk to him, go to him. No, I won't. And you wonder why. God, bring me back to show me the same type of atmosphere. What will make it even worse is that you saw me falling and accepting a plan that you already aware of. And you allow me to accept it. Just so you can reject me. Because you saw how much I was falling in love with you. You wanted me to feel like you felt. I could never in my life. Have someone to feel like I felt. Let me give you a testimony. When my son died, we were supposed to have two children. I only have one. I was pregnant with a girl. And every time I go to work, I felt a sensation or urge or intuition. Something's not right in my home. It got so bad that it was disturbing me. And I had invited a close relative in my home. And what happened was they began to talk behind my back. And it's before my son was born. I was pregnant with a daughter first. Let me give this testimony because I, I, it's, it's, I need to. And I said, 
God, I give it over to you. I don't play with any female being in my home if I'm not there. It's no point of you even being in my home if I'm not there. You can wait till I come home if you want to come and see me. That's how I see it. And every time I come home from work, I saw that relative on my porch waiting for me. And I had a next door neighbor who always used to try to come on to me behind his wife's back. And I said, no. Don't come at me like that. Don't disrespect me like that. And he said, well, let me tell you the truth. Because I see you a loyal woman. You a good woman. You a hardworking woman. I wanted you for myself. But let me inform you that your relative is in your house while you at work every day. And they come downstairs to know what time you'll be home as if they waiting outside for you to come. And I'm going to leave it like that. At the time, I was like four months pregnant. My baby wasn't growing properly because I was very stressed. Every day, it was an argument about something that I didn't even do. Just because I was the only one working and that person wasn't. And spent the whole day doing nothing. When I was pregnant, doing everything. It was very stressful for me. I would never forget. I got so stressed out. I was in the, uh, I invited the family member in my home. I took, I took on that neighbor's advice. And my kid father at the time, well, which is my son father now. I mean, it's the same person. They are, uh, we were together for seven years. But this is now, it's like within our fourth year together. And the relative was in the house with some other friends. Brought all these females in my home. And it was about after nine o'clock and I had to get up for work. And I was, during that pregnancy, I was very tired. I was always tired. Even though I took prenatal vitamins, I was just so tired all the time. I didn't, I, I couldn't party like I used to and dance and all of that. And that person wanted me to dance and still party. I'm like, I'm four months pregnant. I just want to lay down. I don't want to dance. I don't want to be up at 10, 11 at night watching y'all drink. I can't drink right now. I can't do it. I'm pregnant with your child. Respect that. Didn't respect it. It got so bad to the point I became born. Because I was pregnant. I wanted to just lay down. And I woke up at four in the morning. He wasn't there. And I'm like, where is he? Where did he go? He don't spend the night out. I turned the light on. And they were pulling up in my driveway. And he was in that family member's car. So he spent the night out. You actually waited until I went to bed and left with my family member. And that family member, I said, you and your friends got to leave because y'all disrespected my home. All that shaking and all that popping in, in front of my dude is, is out of the ordinary. Y'all not going to play with me like that in my home. Y'all go ahead. Y'all got to go. 
And that family member said, I'm not going anywhere. Make me. Because they knew I was pregnant. Make me leave out your house. Which I pay my bills. I pay my bills. I invite you in my home. And you telling me to make you leave. Make a long story short. I went in my room after I let them leave. Oh, they, oh, they left. One plan with me. They left. But when I went to bed, he left right with them. I went to work that day. And I felt pain in my stomach. I was eating. And I felt a lot of pressure. Like an urge to push. But I knew it wasn't time. I'm only four. You know, at this time, I'm six months pregnant. It wasn't time to push yet. And I went to the bathroom. I couldn't hold the push anymore. And I felt the sack coming out of me. And I stuck my fingers back up and pushed it back inside. And the pain was so severe that my job, they had to call 911. My coworkers was crying and everything. I said, I think I'm losing my baby. I went to the nearest hospital. I was contracting so bad. So bad. It was so dangerous. Because of the stress. I wasn't able to eat. The child wasn't able to grow. I, I, did, it my, I did my best with that pregnancy. I did my best. And what happened was, they said, we're going to have to break your water. Because your entire membrane has been ruptured. It's like everything that protects your baby has been ruptured. It's hanging out. So it's very critical for you and the baby right now. So what we're going to have to do is keep, we have to keep flowing fluid to keep your sack open. Your sack has been ripped. And the, and the fluid is leaking out where the baby is. And without that fluid, your baby can't survive. And we don't want your baby to be born yet because your baby is too small. It's not even two pounds. So we have to keep your child in you as long because it's very critical. We don't even have no supplies here to keep your baby alive. No, no utensils to use on a child that's small. So I called them and told them everything they told me. Well, my, friend, my co-workers called them and told him, rushed to the hospital. She's in, you know, her sack ruptured. And they had to put circulation tubes on my legs because I couldn't get out the bed just to keep the blood flowing and a doctor said to me no matter what you do do not ever get upset right now if you get angry right now you're going to lose this baby I said I won't get upset I promise I won't get upset he comes to the hospital a half an hour later my, my family member comes to the hospital and he said, can they go out there and take a smoke? And he's going to be right back with me. And I begged him, don't leave me. Please, I'm by myself. I'm scared. I was so scared. I was so scared. I will never get scared I left. I said, please don't leave me here. Don't leave me, please. And he walked out anyway with the family member. 
And they were gone for six hours. For six hours. Here my legs in the air. And my sack with my baby in it. It ruptured. I'm in someone's bed. And they told me not to get upset. And I'm trying to calm myself down. And he said he'll only be 10 minutes with my family member. And it turned to six hours. And what happened? What happened is... I had a dream I lost the paper. I woke up. And I said, where have you been? Why did you leave me for six hours? And God gave me a vision. They went back to my home. They went back to my home. To do whatever they did. And left me there in the hospital like that. I could have died. You left me to die. Both of you. And. He picked the argument. The family member picked the argument with me. And I said, I can't get upset. And they knew I couldn't get upset. But they're arguing with me. And I got loud, but not upset. That still raises your stress level. So I was very calm. I did everything they told me to do. The sack, the hole in the sack was so big that I could feel the, the child. You could see the hand, the small handprint go through my stomach. Because it wasn't no sack they were in. It was in a sack, but it had to keep fluid to keep it in there. Trust me, that, that, that rarely happened. That's like one out of a million that happened. And I was, they got, got in touch with my, you know, my mom and all of that. And then his side of the family. And all of a sudden, the baby heart rate began to drop. They said, we got to take the baby now. We got to take the baby now. You have to go into an emergency cesarean section. They gave me the medicine so fast, I was knocked out. I woke up. Everybody is crying around me. And at this hospital, when you give birth, they give you a white rose on your door. But when you lose your baby or give your baby up, they turn the rolls upside down. So everybody on that floor knew that I lost my baby. So many of them came in the room when I first began to open my eyes from the surgery. All of them were surrounding me. And all I could hear is my mother say, tell her to him. Tell her. You lost the baby. And I cried with tubes in my mouth. I cried. I did everything I could. I didn't get upset. I did everything the doctor said. And I lost my baby. And they gave me the footprints and all of that. Here's this child I was bonding with all this time. Growing on the inside of me. And experienced all of that. I could have died. Your sack don't come out of you without your water breaking. My sack was coming out with the water still inside. That's unusual. That's rare. I could have died. And 
I had all my student parents came. I didn't want to be bothered with nobody. I didn't want to, you know, they bring in so many presents. I had over 500 presents. And had so many visits, so many flowers. And they told me, they said, do you want to see the baby before we take the baby? I said, no, I don't. They said, can we at least tell you what it was? I said, I don't care. What was it? It was a little girl. I said, okay. Do you want to name her? Sure. Whatever. It took a lot out of me. And a family member come to me that same night I lost my child. And said to me, everything happened for a reason. Because there's no way I could have took you having a daughter by this man. Because you were in love with someone I was with. That you wanted to have a child with this man. And I never, I'm going to tell you how the reason to put me saying all of this. I never went to the family member and told them anything that I knew. I still loved them anyhow. Even though it was hurting, I loved them anyhow. Not him. I let him go, of course. But I still took him back after that. That's how I got my son. But then I found, not fine, my mom asked me to come visit her church, which is the House of Victory. And when I went there, see, my home was my sanctuary. I didn't have a church home at the time. Because I grew up Jewish. After I left that, I didn't see no other invitation to go anywhere else. So I just kept my relationship with God, just us. And then God brought me into the House of Victory. And God began to speak to me regarding him. And I, and I told you guys testimony before that. God said, that's not for you. It's not for you. I said, oh, not? Okay, gone. Move my things out in four hours. Let you keep all the furniture. <laughs> I was gone. I wasn't, but I was gone. And to this day, that family member don't even know what I, what I know what they've done. Don't even know. Neither one of them knew that I, what the neighbor said to me regarding them. Neither one of them. And you know what make it so, so bad? They still do the same thing. <laughs> Off and on today. And it's it's like it's all good, man. I mean, hey, look, that's on you. You understand? I thank God for that. I thank God for that. I thank God for that. I thank God for the truth. I thank God for the truth. And that's one of the, the real reasons why my son father respect my space. Because he has no other choice. Because I made it that way. It's all about the boy. That's it. No, he don't disrespect me. He don't know where I live. He never knew where I live. He don't come near. He only meet me. Now my son 14. My son go meet him on his own. There is no connection. And I thank God that he respect the way how it is. Whenever females that he date, I always let them know, make sure they respect my son. And with God, whoever God placed in my life, I'll make sure it be the same way as well. I wish you to be- I wish you the best. God is a God of all, not some all. Continue on your life. 
and enjoy every step of the way. And it's been that way ever since. But the family member, he knows what he did. But it took me years to mention it. Because every year when I left, he begged to take me back. For me to take him back. And I denied it because God said, I I kept saying, God said, you're not for me. God said it. You're not. He's not. So I told him what God said every time. It's went on for years. And I thank God he finally moved forward. And he he moved forward. It's been about what? Six years since he's been moved forward. I thank God for that. My son don't know no other man. He, he He was two when we, you know, departed. He don't remember that. All he know from two to what? Nine. It was just us. And I got deceived greatly. Now he see it just us. Until what God does. Until what God does. What he want to do. In that area. Hallelujah. And the family member don't even know I know what she done. To this day. And many of you probably be like, you tripping. I would have, yeah, she would have had some word. Yeah. No. I didn't say nothing. I said, God, I'm not going to say nothing to her because I don't want her to feel any kind of way of what she done to me. I'm going to push past all that what took place and I'm going to love her anyhow. Anyhow. And I did ever since then. My own mother and other family members was like, it's no way. It's no way. It's no way I'll be even talking to her again. It's no way. I could forgive her from a distance, but she would have nothing. It's, it's no way. And I never treated her no different. I thought I was in a near-to-death experience because of her. And her words to me was, the night, the, the day I lost my child, the night I'm recovering, you say to me, say to me, everything happened for a reason because I couldn't take you having his daughter. But I didn't know, I knew what she meant, but she didn't think I knew what she meant by that. She thought, I thought, took it as if she didn't like him. But the reason I, I know what it was because she was in love with him. And she don't even know to this day. And that happened how many years ago? 16 years ago She don't even know I know What she did Every time In my home While I'm struggling Challenging to get to work pregnant To take care of me and a man To the point my Sack Ruptured while I was at work You know how painful that is My God Jesus, you know how painful that is? Your sack not supposed to rupture until you your water break. There was a hole in my sack. That's painful. They had to keep the sack flu put fluid in the sack where the hole was inside of me. How uncomfortable is that? Jesus I thank God 
that that chapter, I was so bothered by that, so in pain, almost died, so hurt, that God had me to get past that. Get past that. And I named her Samira. And when I saw her fingerprints, it took more out of me because they were so small. Chicken feet was bigger than that. But I thank God that I got past that. And the reason why I brought that up, God told me to. I mean, that's what he told me to do. He said, bring it to I wouldn't have said anything about the testimony. You would have been hurt. But no, God said, He wanted to show you a heart to forgive. To forgive. I forgave. I never even mentioned it to the I never even mentioned it to the family member what she did. Who does that? Nobody does that. You would have they would have heard how you felt. You understand? And it's normal to do that because what you mean? But I didn't have that heart in me to do that. I said I'm not even going to tell them what I know. I'm just going to love them anyway. And I did. And I do. Still to today. But God told me during this season to love this person from a distance. God took this person out of my life to love from a distance. Hallelujah. Father, what else? Ah, now you're going to talk about forgiveness. Now you try to get, oh, I forgive him. I'm not angry at him, Father. I'm not angry at that man. I'm not. I'm angry. I'm not. And you think I am? Well, forgive me. He's talking about if you weren't angry, you would have laid the promise down. You come too far to lay it down. I can't go any further in this journey without taking this promise. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Can it be on my terms? I know I can't. I don't know why I said that. I know. Power I, I came so far to receive this journey just to, to be where I am right now you know I can't allow just one person to ruin that for me but the thing about it is this one person is a part of it with me so I have to re- receive this person in order to go any further <sighs> do I God said I just want to know do you oh God <sighs> okay I will. Just help me get through the willing. All right? All right, God. God is so excited about this. He's so excited about this. Okay, go ahead. Do it how you're going to do it. All right. Greater is he who's in me than who's in the world. Enjoy your day. <laughs>